Hi, this is Jennifer. Always wondered if you could rate us five stars and leave a review. It means so much to so us much. if you would. God bless us, everyone. Hey, how you doing? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you are listening to the Coffee Talk episode of Billy and Jen. What? <laughs> Cheers, babe. Literally, my mind is we're opening this up. I'm like, I'm going to try and switch it up a little bit and like say it differently. No. I can't. Just I should have just gone. Say, okay, Vic, the sound check. I should have just gone with the tradition. Just go with what we know. Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. Yeah, listen to Coffee Talk. Billy and Jen. Like, Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, babe. My like, love. that's what we should just stick okay, with. Can I just make a comment right out the door? Your deep V is looking hot. Babe, you make that comment all the no, time. No, not all the time. Because yeah. you're not always wearing a deep V every 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 yes. recording. No. Yeah. Babe, uh, your chest your, your idea of a deep V is his zipper down. Your your chest looks amazing. Thanks, babe. Yeah. I did some push-ups you're a sexy yesterday. Man. Oh, well, thanks, babe. You're very hot. I did. I mean, I think you're Your cool. facial hair is gorgeous. I think you're going a little over no, the top you look now. Good. Yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, no, thanks. I think I look. Very, you're very cozy. You look cozy. Man, and that is, tis the time of the year, the isn't it, for coziness. coziness. Just Especially in Seattle. we got a windstorm. It's a little sunny, a yeah, little windy, a little We're sitting here in Cop Talk Studios, and the trees are swaying. They're swaying. Um, which isn't so good for your, your shop. It's making me a little nervous. Going to yeah, the shop, you know. We've got a sidewalk cart. Um, it's going to be... Although the shop is super cozy, baby. If you haven't gone to Sweet Serenity Shop in Tone Lake Villages, yeah, that's all the kids say. That's how they say it. They call it Coase. The Coase. Um, but um, if you live in Seattle area, um, Sweet Serenity, flower shop, candle shop, the candles are looking great. We're putting a light on the cart. Uh, I was out there just doing, you know, running some specs. Yeah, you were. You <laughs> I'm, what are we doing? A heater. Travis, my brother-in-law, is the guy who runs specs. I just act like I know what I'm doing. You know those guys who stand around like a car and they open the hood and there's like two that know exactly what they're talking about. And there's guys like me, they're like, yeah, 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 probably that. I have no <laughs> idea what we're talking about. Babe, you're so <laughs> that. I'm, you're that with me. I'm changing the tires and teaching you how to drive a stick oh. shift. Like, that was our relationship. Okay, dating. do you want to go there? You <laughs> yeah, actually. You, change, you check the oil. Or oh, yeah. You I, actually want to say things. right now, today. Today. In 2020, in that 2020. you would be the one to change the tires, tech the oil. No, but she taught you. But I taught you. You mean all 24 the years ago? I taught you everything. 25 I know. years ago when we were dating. Yeah, and she's never going to let me forget it. And you never taught me to change a tire. Uh huh. No, my dad taught me to change a tire. May he rest in peace. You taught me to change oil. Oh, and I'll give true. you that. I'll that's give you true. that. And drive stick shift. <laughs> A lot of other things. You like it how to, how to balance your budget and check your checkbook. You did not teach me how to balance a budget. A little bit. Just a little bit. Woman, I went to business school. Doesn't matter. <laughs> what? Seven times nine right now. Nope, not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Vic the Soundchick's got it. You don't. You do have the book smart, but I got the street smarts. You, you know what I'm saying? You do have street smarts. I don't know why we're in competition right now. <laughs> did you grow up in Cook County, Chicago? Do you know what to do with these streets? <laughs> I was with the ATL, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We oh were just gosh. in ATL. I think we've already talked about that, though. Um, but tis the season. Okay, we, Christmas tree. We're going to get a Christmas tree. We three. Three Christmas trees this year. Hey, in 2020, people started Christmas decorating and putting up Christmas trees. Yes, early. Way too early. And I'm so here for it. We used like, to be I am not mad. judge. We would put it up like two weeks before Thanksgiving, and we kind of get the like, really? Now? Now? It's acceptable, man. It's acceptable. 2020 has been so hard on the soul that we need Christmas trees. Yes. We need joy. Not just oh, one, man. not just two. 
three Christmas trees. We are actually we have three Christmas trees. And the trees reason why is I was against it for the first, you know, few months, but I'm 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 here for it. I guess that's what we're saying this time in the podcast. That's what all the kids are saying. I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the kids. These so days. we're doing a fresh cut Christmas tree, which gets me really excited. I'm all about the fresh. We go into a Christmas farm, and I get why people get fake ones. We do have one because we live in a small condo, but the real ones, there's just something about a real tree. And then then we have a small tree. Well, it's a tradition. And like, then Vic the sound chick has a tree. So why not put all three trees up? So we'll have two fake trees and we'll have one real tree, which we'll go to a Christmas tree farm this Sunday with the fam. Are we going to do breakfast or something like that? Or are we doing like- Coffee? We should go I'm to a bakery. Oh, we should go to yeah, a bakery. And then we'll go and we cut it down. We like search mm. it out. We listen to Christmas music. Then we tie it up. We come back. Then we decorate. I we, just have one question for you and Vic. Usually you guys get the tree in and then everyone just leaves me to all the decorating. That is so not true. Well, it's true. I don't live, I you just put yourself on the naughty list. No, it's That's true. a lie. I, I love decorating. Okay, love you're it. here for we it. We decorate it all the time. You know one's going to abandon me? Like I'm not no. going to be left to all the things? You know I why want to do it. over the last couple of years people let you do the beginning part because you're so particular about how the light should be on. Be we all like back off. And then once the decoration parts <laughs> come in, we are in. Turn on the white Christmas. Let's go. Decorate. Yeah, Cocoa, we're doing, we're hot doing Oh, I'm setting up the Christmas village. Okay, mm. to all the listeners, if you don't know this, my husband is Santa Claus during the holidays. He does all the I'm things. Sure how to and take one that. of the things is that As long he, as mommy's kissing Santa Claus under the Christmas well, that, tree. That'll mm. happen. But, uh, but, I saw mommy kissing okay. Santa. Okay. You set up an entire village, a Christmas village. It's like winter wonderland. Uh, I saw mommy humping Santa okay. Claus. <laughs> you started it. You called me Santa Claus and I'm going there. No. But babe, <laughs> ho, ho, ho. I, I do. There's something special in my heart that loves the fact that you get excited about getting a little new piece for the, the nativity scene in the, in the whole thing. We don't have a nativity well, scene. What, do we call what it? are we talking about? The a Christmas, Christmas village. village. It gives you all of the Christmas vibes. It like, is. Um, silent night feels the reflection off the snow. Okay, you'll spend you'll spend hours, yeah. hours meticulously moving the little yeah. trees, and I let the kids help. And the little cotton pieces, and I take tons of and feedback. the little churches. It's a, playing GI Joe's. It's for a adults. family affair. Oh, that's that's a great <clears throat> example. It's a family affair. Serenity loves it. She's like, Dad, Dad, you should put the the horse drawn carriage over here because yep. be, like we we talk it through. It's gorgeous, and we change it every year. There's, I mean, every year it's new. You don't even know. Like what will the Christmas village? What will the Christmas? What will twenty twenty bring to the Christmas okay, the village? The only conflict we have. Should we get a volcano? Because <laughs> that's. And we're the only married couple that have like Christmas conflicts. I mean, like, we're the mm. only only married couple that has Christmas conflicts. And one of the Christmas conflicts every year, I'm just going to talk about it really quick, is where where the tree goes in the living room. You and I go back and forth. I think we've already nailed that down. Where the Christmas village goes, you want it somewhere, I want it somewhere. Uh, else. That's solely my decision. Uh, <laughs> Where the, the lights on the outside of the house look, like where- You don't we- even care. <laughs> All you do is come out and critique what I've done. That's what happens. Like I do it, me and my sons, we do it. As long as it doesn't look and then like you're cluttered. Like, did you do that on purpose? Like, no, no, we totally did it by accident. We've been here for five hours doing an accident. Okay, okay but, but, but go with me. I walk mm. outside and there's just a, a cluttered looking light thing on, there is on a bush not come on you gotta you gotta make it look classy if you're gonna do christmas lights ladies and gentlemen make it look classy Man, how easy how easy you sitting, do how you easy do. sitting in your barca lounge or just drinking your tea <laughs> watching us do it out there in the in the elements how easy huh so easy you do a great job you keep it classy babe keep i don't classy. feel like they could do a great job like <laughs> You're like insulting and complimenting me in so many different ways. Like, you're Santa Claus. I think you're sexy. Like, oh, you're terrible. Like, I think you do a great job. <laughs> All right. 
What are we talking what about? What are we talking anyways? about? I love you. Welcome. I love you too. Welcome to Welcome <laughs> to Coffee Talk Studios. Today we will be discussing what I like to what I would like to title. I don't know what the title of this will be, but um I was okay. Here's <laughs> let me set it up for you, Coffee Talkers. What is happening? As you're driving your car right now, let me set this up for you. I was standing in Costco, Costco Hostel. We live in Kirkland. The is the it the birthplace of Costco? The birth original. If you get Kirkland Signature in any of your stores, we live there. Costco, I could run to it. Would I? <laughs> no. no. It's uphill. Should you? <laughs> Probably yes. I have a car, so I'll drive to it. Um, I was standing in the Costco, and the line was massive. This was just the other day. This happens a lot. I know, you're about to say, this is real. The line was massive. It was just stupid massive. I mean, there's there's 15 deep. And I'm like, oh, Lord. And I already spent forever going through, like, the adult Disney World, which is Costco. Any wholesale place is adult Disney World. It's where we just buy massive amounts of things that we don't need. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, I think I need a new pack of 25 socks. Ooh, you know, like, I just grab everything. Ooh, I, need, I definitely need 15 peanut butters. <laughs> That'd be real for some people. Oh, I love it. What? hate it. You know what? She, you know what? Bite she, your tongue. Yeah, she'll, she'll get there eventually. Yeah. All right. Um, and I look it over to my left, and there's a cash register. It looks oh, open. There's another one? It looks open. No one's there. The, per, the, the person behind the cash register is kind of like fiddling, doing different things. They're like breaking down boxes, doing their thing. And I look where I'm at. There's 20 people in this line. <laughs> so and I look good. over there, and I'm like, what? And I'm thinking to myself, like, why, like, why is no one going over there? And I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe that's a special line. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was a memo sent to Costco members that I didn't get, or, or maybe people just follow like sheep to the slaughter. So I get out of line. Oh, I do, and I walk over. I'm like, "Hey, are you open?" He's like, "Absolutely. How you doing?" I'm like, "Doing great." I unload my cart, and like twelve people follow behind me. Yeah, they do. And it dawned on me. Think for yourself. Okay, driving in traffic. How many times have you been driving in traffic? You're in the right lane. It's backed up for days. For and then days. all of a sudden, you're like, you know what? Forget this. Get you get over the left lane. You start driving. And you go for three miles. And you realize, like, everyone's in the right lane. It's a two-lane turning exit. You could be in the left lane. And you could be off in literally five seconds. But why do they not do it? Because everyone's like, oh, this is what we're supposed to do. This is, this is the human condition. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we follow the crowd. We follow mass opinion. We follow what everyone's doing. And if you're not careful, you can literally go through life and not think for yourself at all. Have you ever been to a football game, baseball game, soccer game, and all the crowds just like funneling out like the massive amounts of people, one, like the, cattle, one exit. and they're all going one way? And have you ever have you ever been this guy? I'm this guy all the time. And I'm like, that looks like no one's going 100%. that way, but I bet you I could get out that way. Like it looks like, but everyone's like, moo, moo. And I just break out. I break away. I run free and I just go and I just, I'm out in 20 seconds and everyone else is there for two hours. And it's like only because people fail. They just get in line. They get in line. They just, they just do what everyone's doing because everyone's doing it and they don't think they for themselves. Get in line. Like I, why? Do we do this? Why do we do this? Why do humans do this? Um, my daughter, when, you know, she's she's sixteen now, but all of our kids have gone through the stage where they're like, they're like, they don't know how to figure something out. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And I would say to them as they were growing up, like, just figure it out. It would be so easy for me just to do it for them 
tell them exactly and what to do. Tell the truth though. There, there'd been seasons where you kept doing, kept doing. And we realized like we got to stop doing that. Like you mean, I kept never, telling them what to do, or no, you would intervene. Yeah. I would intervene, and then we're like, they're never going to figure it out if we just let them just right. do it. Of course, I'm guilty of that. We're all guilty of that. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> jab across this cock doc studio uh, just please admit that but you're no, fallible I, I, I am I mean, fallible i know i mean the, the kids literally i remember i was getting frustrated i think we looked at each other like well we're kind of the problem right. we just keep fixing totally. it for them and so i remember getting in a phrase like hey you have to figure mm-hmm. it out on your own think for yourself for yourself um oh my goodness i think this i want to so i want to talk about this thinking for ourselves i can't think of a better topic in the year 2020 than this where everyone is doing what everyone is doing wow. and telling that them what the to truth. do. Think about it. We were walking outside the other day. We were walking down a path that, I mean, was massive, massive path. Like you could fit five houses on the width of this path. It's a, oh, it's a main one that runs through Kirkland. And I remember going down to Juanita Village and the people walking, coming towards us, multiple of them, like they're, but we're so farly distanced. Like if we cross each other, there's at least 40 yards in between us, but they have masks on, walking, joggers, joggers outside jogging with masks you know why you know why right because everyone's doing it and it's not actually the law and you don't have to do it and coronavirus isn't airborne no matter what they try and tell you and they're they're doing it because everyone's doing it and they, and they don't want to have to deal with the fact i remember i said they're doing it because they don't want anyone to tell them like you should do that they just follow they just follow yeah we have a society that is absolutely i'm going to use the word infected which is a which is a trigger word in 2020, yep. infected yeah. with following. Just follow. Get in line. Don't think for yourself. Do what we tell you. Follow. Yeah. I mean, it is getting it's scary. Real. Yep. It is we were just in the South in Atlanta. It is literally like two different countries. Can I just say that by the way? Yep. I know where I live. I love Seattle. I'm a fan of Seattle. If you're listening to this podcast, we're gonna be in Seattle for a long time. We started a church in Seattle. We started a business in Seattle. Our family is in Seattle. We love this city. Ain't going anywhere here. We are to stay. But I know we are crazy up in Seattle. Yeah. I went down to Atlanta. <laughs> a little cray cray. I went up to, down to Atlanta and they're like, yo, uh, we've never won the war against microbes. <laughs> and so if we just quarantine who said that didn't your friend yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan, Dan Phelps was like bro Shout we've never won the war against microbes so if we all quarantine in our little bubbles and we're like oh there's no more cases the moment you go back out there's gonna be cases you don't win the war against germs you know what you yeah. do you advance that's so weird. American that's so history the okay don't get me going I know where the history of the world has only advanced not by retreating and cowering in our little bunkers. The only way we've advanced in ever, history and ever, in life ever. and in technology and anything is by moving forward. Yes, there's challenges. Yes, there's dangers. Yes, there's risks. You win by moving forward. Let's keep moving forward. Since when did it become a good idea to retreat and hide and bunker down forever? Are you, what are we so scared of? I'm losing my mind here. Wow. You know what it feels like? It feels like we're at war. I've never been alive in wartime. Oh, actually, I take that back. Storm. Yeah, Desert Storm, the war on terrorism, Afghan. Yeah, so I have been. You were probably but like world wars. This is a world war. Fear yeah. is prevalent. People are staying inside. Government officials are like, we're going to have to lock it back down. We're going to have to lock it back down. Our governor, oh, God bless him, because only God can. I mean, he's like, well, we're going to have to. They told us, please consider not celebrating Thanksgiving with, with your, your family. family. Please, do just do virtual. Don't get together. I'm like, bro, are you crazy? That's insane. Are you crazy? Do I live in communist Russia? What are you so afraid of, Jay? 
That's the governor. <laughs> I respect him, but I don't agree with him. Okay, babe. Help. This has got so political, and I like it. That's not political. This got hot. Talk me off the ledge real okay. quick. Well, I was going to try to interject, but I didn't think timing was the right Please, timing. I'm on the ledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about to jump into this I like abyss. it. I like Talk it. Talk me off. Uh, but, what is the deal with people? Yeah. Well, you know what? It, it is. Human nature is get, like, back to the Costco, back to getting in line, back to the traffic issue. Is because people just won't use the other two lanes that are that are able to merge into. It's 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 human nature, right? It's just don't think they don't. Th- and, and just do what you're told. Now you do what they told you. Now you do what they told you. <laughs> um, so let me ask you this: robots, because you and I, clones, okay, drones. You need to calm down so I can talk. Okay, thank you. You and I. You and I think so similar. I think we're really wired in these areas, very similar. And and I, we're both kind of, in the best way, a bit of a rebel. Like, I, I even at a crosswalk, if there's no cars coming and it still tells me not to cross, I'm the girl who's going to cross. Yeah, well, you're also a lawbreaker. Yeah. I'm not talking but, about breaking laws. But I'm talking I'm not, about thinking it, for ourselves. But, but that's, I, you know, the, and I realize that's I have to get just, sexy about you. I'm like, look at that thing. sexy woman also, breaking the law. Also, the personality thing is like, just look around. Like, all there's like 25 people in line and no one's getting over. Like, why do you think most people are operating that way? In society? Maybe it's mental laziness. I'll, okay. For instance, let's just jump into this, man. I remember like when we decided to start a church in the pandemic, I had a few, I, I won't use the word friends, but pastors that I know in the industry that called me like, bro, you break, you're breaking yeah, in the industry. It's industry lingo, uh, bro, you're breaking the law. I just don't want you to get in trouble, man. Like, you know, you're, you actually can't meet. I'm like, you actually can all you have to do is Google it. Like, how do you not know that? They were making excuses. And I literally said to one of them, like, hey, man, why don't you just admit that you're tired and you're burned out and you don't want to pastor? And that's why you're saying you can't get together because you can. You actually can. So I'm going to. I'm going to think for myself. I'm not going to break any laws. I'm going to do everything by the, by, the, by the standards. I'm going to put people first. And we've been gathering ever since. Mm-hmm. So you can. It'll, it'll be hard. Well, I'm sorry. Is you're afraid of heart? Is going to be easy? Yeah. I, I wasn't going for easy, by the way. Well, I mean, you're, I mean, just admit it, man. There's a reason you don't, you want to follow. even normal life stuff. That's, okay, that's. That's, that's in church. What about marriage? Okay. A lot of times we have lived this way. Our marriage is unique in the fact that we've been married almost 24 years. Love you, babe. Um, if you want to flash your, if you want to flash your right now, you can. Thank you. Weird. Did you? No, she was about to. Vic, you looked. Okay. Um, Weird. <laughs> is it weird? Because a lot of marriages wouldn't be like our marriages. And people are like, I don't understand like how... Oh, it's weird because I'm in the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, she didn't do it. I, so just relax. Thank you for yeah. all the listeners. That would be weird. That is weird. That would be weird, but we didn't do that. <laughs> Quarantine got us crazy. Um, because we have not approached marriage the way the masses may approach marriage. We think for ourselves. Mm. Our marriage is unique to us. Mm. We, You know what I'm saying? Like, I think... It would be easy for him to be like, oh, the old ball and chain. Let me, you know, they got to check with the wife. I, I refuse to relate to you like my mom, like you're the boss. You refuse to relate to me like um, he hangs with the guys. He just does his guy thing. Um, you know, you refuse to treat me like 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 a mom, you know, which I think is a big thing with marriages. Mm-hmm. Like women oh, like, like kind of tell like they treat their husbands like sons because mm-hmm. their because their husbands are playing video games till one in the morning and uh, the, hello. the sons are the husbands are acting like sons. And then the the husbands begin to resent the wives because they're like, you're not my mom and they stop looking at them as their sexy hot wife. They start looking at them as like their responsibility and their 
You're right. And we've just refused. Like we've just been like, I don't care that other people do that. We're not going to do that. I don't care that I got buddies that are like, I got to have game night every week with my buddies. And that's the most important thing that I care about. I'm like, bump that. I've skipped the Super Bowl multiple times just to go out to dinner with my wife. You're like, oh, you're a champion. No, I just, I think for myself, mm-hmm. it's my marriage. It's not your marriage. And so if it's going to be successful, I'm going to put the work in for it. You do the same thing. You're going to put the work in for it. Absolutely. Like, and so we've kind of taken this mentality. Don't take advice from people who, first of all, aren't married on your marriage. Don't take advice on your marriage from people who aren't married or who don't, have good don't like their marriage. Yeah. Like the guy's like, dude, I can't have you married. Bro, just remember this. <laughs> Trust me. Don't ever. I'm like, bro, I'm not listening to you. Yeah. You don't even like being married. Yeah. Look at people whose marriage you want to look like. Like, dude, man, if my marriage is like get their advice. Right. Get their Go advice. People it. who love being married, get their advice. Honestly, I just, and again, think yes. for yourself. And can I say this? And I'm like, get their advice and think for yourself. They go hand in hand. I can learn from anyone. You can learn from anyone, but I don't take advice from anyone. That's so good. That's, that, now, That's hear what so I'm good. saying. Because sometimes I learn from people like, I'm not going to do that. You're right. I learn what not to do. Anyone can teach us, but that doesn't mean I take advice from anyone. Oh no, I'm especially when it comes to our marriage. Why? Because we've learned to think for ourselves. And I'm not saying just only like get advice. You actually need advice. There's wisdom in a multitude of counselors. That makes a ton of sense. But my God, don't just because someone tells you to do it, like that's what we'll do. That's what it feels like happening in Seattle. They're like, hey, do this. Hey, don't gather with family. It's like, and everyone's like, we won't. I'm like, you won't? I most certainly, hey, just for the record, if this goes public on the airwaves in Seattle, I will most certainly be gathering with my family on Thanksgiving. And no. Jay, we will not take a bite and then put the mask up. That was literally suggested. Put your mask up in between bites while eating this Thanksgiving. Hey, Jay, won't be doing it. Thank you for the advice. I'm not taking it. No, 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 no. We'll have our entire family will be at our house. If you're a friend listening to this, you're welcome to join me at my house for Thanksgiving. We're going to party and there will be no masks worn. (laughs) Someone's on fire. I'm really, enter- I'm really entertained this morning. Uh, think for yourselves, people. Yeah. Okay, what about this? We had a good friend um, from Atlanta um, issue a request. Her name's Ashley. Ashley and Dylan, love them. Great couple um, from another life ago. Our friends in Atlanta. And she's like, hey, I don't know if you ever take requests, but could you talk about maybe, you know, what it was like for you in the season of parenting teenagers who want to date? Like, how did you parent when it comes time to dating? And I instantly was like, and she's like, because here's the issue we're having. Our our teenage son, I think he's like 12 or 13, super cool kid. He's He is wanting to date. And what he's saying to us is all of his friends are dating. Sure, culture's And so their parents, all his friends' parents are letting them date. So he's all like, why can't I date? And she's like, you know, and we've told him, and they, you know, they're great parents. But she's like, we're kind of exhausted every, every, like everything. And he's like, it's just not fair. Like they're, all of them get to date. Why can't I date? And this is a big deal. And again, this is where I would say as parents, think for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Talk I, about what do we do when our boys were, say, they're 20 now, but know, when so they wanted to date. If their son is 13 or 14 and he's, I think he's 12, that, you know, he's 12. So celebrate the fact that he is attracted to girls and that well, he I has, I didn't say that. Well, I'm just saying like, I'm just thinking, <laughs> I'm just oh. thinking like, I think as, as a little like 13, 14, 15 year olds, these kids are like, I like so-and-so I like so-and-so. That is so normal, so natural. And I think the starting place I remember with the the boys was just like being able to have conversations like, awesome, you think she's pretty? I think she's cute too. What do you like about her? And then I- Jen, when our 12-year-old, if our 12-year-old or 13-year-old was like, I want to date, what do we say? 
What was our answer? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But let me just say this, though. But, Dad, who the other parents are letting their kids date? I don't care, right? Right. So, yes, but you also, and a lot of parents are like, if, I, if I'm that harsh, that fast to say no, they might rebel. Go to your room. Yeah. So I, <laughs> so I get it. But I think what's happened is that, like kids are going to school and culture's telling the 13-year-old mm-hmm. that dating is, is normal and he should or she should. What we have to do as parents is we create the culture. Culture doesn't create us. And I think when they're 13 and 14, we have to work so hard in that season to tell them how to think about women, how to think about dating, how to think about finances, how to think about the whys behind the what, and create a culture of honor, like a young man who likes a girl, like how can you be a friend, how can you honor, respect her? I remember at 13 finding books that I could sit down with serenity, one being every young woman's battle. And I was like, she's kind of attracted to boys, it's kind of the whole giggle thing going, it's like her friends are like telling her she should. I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna talk to her about all the things. We're gonna talk about homosexuality, we're gonna talk about masturbation, we're gonna talk about liking boys, dating, kissing. And so we, we had once a week where we began to talk about all of the things that her friends are trying to explore with. Yeah. And can I say this? And I love what you're saying. I would say outlast, outlast your, your children's peers yep. and inundate them more than your friends. So here's the thing. Let the narrative, you control the narrative of Absolutely. your, of your preteen and your teenager and mom and dad, if you're listening and you're like, you know, they decide for themselves. That is that is the biggest fallacy in parenting. Yep. Your twelve year old, even your fifteen year old, they don't have the ability to decide for themselves. Yeah, they can decide what they're going to wear. They can decide what kind of shoes they want to wear. They can decide what they're going to eat for breakfast. Uh, yeah, don't micromanage the smack out of them. But they don't decide for themselves right. like life decisions. One of those being, they. So we started at a very early age, as 10, 11, We started. We started controlling the narrative in our house with our two sons who are now in their 20s um, and have never had any dating issues like that at all. And our daughter, Serenity, is 16. She's not dating anyone. And we started there like at our family, here's what we, here's, here's how dating goes down. Here's what we do. Here's what we don't do. And a lot of it, I remember sitting down with the boys and being like, do you know, I would, I would say this all the time, do you know that mom and I love you more? than anyone in the whole world. Like, yeah, dad, I know that. I'm like, okay. Do you believe and do you know that we want, no one wants you to be happier than we do? No one wants you to be more fulfilled? You know that, right? Like, I want the best for you. Yeah, dad, I know that you do. Okay. And you know that I will do everything in my power, in my life to help you just have the best life and all that, right? So when it comes to dating, you can't date until you can afford to pay for dinner and drive your own vehicle to pick them up. That that will be how we'll do that. Like that's that is the bare minimums for you to date. And, and that's here's such why. a good conversation when they're thirteen or fourteen. And here's why: because it's going to be better for you. But Dad, yeah. all my friends' parents, all my friends are dating. Okay, okay. And their parents let them date. But here's the thing: I love you so much that I refuse to let their parents parent you. That's how much I care. Yeah. I know that that's what their parents are doing, but I'm your parent. So I could just be like, well, I guess that's what all the parents are doing. So I'll let all the parents parent my kid. Or, because I care for you so much, man. And I think having these conversations with our preteens and our teenagers is so important. I care for you so much, I refuse to let them parent you. I'm going to be right here. And then, can I just go a little further? You date them. And I know you're like, my 12-year-old doesn't want to date me. Does he or does he not? Like if you take him out to his favorite restaurant and then go to the movie and then take him to the arcade, like he'll be like, that was fun. 
like date them. Like I would, we would do that with our yeah. kids. We would take them out. Like our kids love to hang out with us because we made it super fun. Plus we loved them. Plus we had the hard conversations. But like even this day, like if we're having a game night, like our boys in their 20s, like I want to come over and hang. Like, yeah, because we party it up. Like we learned to party it up. We invested in our kids. Like we took the time. We spent the time. Serenity's like, dad, let's do this. Like we, yeah. we do things. And I think it makes those conversations easier. But just be honest with them up front and refuse refuse I also feel like parents, to allow someone else parent parents kids. are feeling the pressure to say yes to their 13 14 year old to the whole dating thing because they don't want their kid to go off the deep end and do it behind their back so they their parenting style is one of like well I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow them to like this girl and the, and the girl can come over to our house and they can hang out and do this whole little like dating thing when I'm around where I can supervise but that that only confuses the child more because what happens is, is that you think, oh, I'm, I'm in control. So if they're in, you know, so I'm going to allow it, but I'm going to only allow in these circumstances, but then that only grows and gets out of hand. And we've seen that happen as well with students. So what would you say to that kind of, it's almost like the friendship parenting style to say, okay, well, I don't want them to rebel at 13. So I'm going to let them come over and have their girlfriend come here. I'll pick the girl up and bring them over to our house and we can hang out, you know, and what would you say to that? Please don't play defense when you should be mm-hmm. playing offense. So your our way to deal with an issue is to back up and just like, okay, recently there's something that came out where, and I don't mind going public with it because they went super public with it, but it was, a, it was a marriage thing. And they were saying like, essentially like, hey man, if you're struggling with maybe being unfaithful to your spouse, kind of healthy and be great for you to kind of just please yourself. And I'm like, I'm going to think for myself and that's wrong. And just because someone in a high position says it's okay, doesn't, doesn't mean it's okay. okay. And do, I mean, are you? that doesn't mean it's right. And no, you're wrong. And I don't know where it came from. And I don't know why you'd say it, but you're wrong. And I have a brain and I understand how things go. So that actually will lead to more separation between you and your spouse. That actually won't be helpful. Yeah. Just so you know, can I go on record for saying for anyone who heard that, that actually won't help your marriage. It actually won't. Yeah. That's defense. That's like saying, hey, so... I mean, that actually won't make it better. It will make it worse. It will only get worse. It will only drive you further apart. I can't imagine the insecurity it would create in the other spouse. And if you're not being honest about that, you're lying to yourself. You deceived yourself. That ain't my problem. That's on you. But I refuse to follow that. Think for yourself. So when you're talking to me about kids and like, hey, you know, but they're going to go worse. No, 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 no. I'm going to be right there in their life. Yep. I'm going to walk with them. I'm like, hey, you know what? You actually can do this. There's more to life than dating when you're 12, 13, mm-hmm. 14. I'm going to be right there with them. Is it going to be difficult? Do they want to date? Sure. But show them other options. Show them other things they can do. Don't be like, well, just date. If you date, maybe you won't have sex. No, no. Yeah. No, no. If you let them start dating now at 12 and then you let them like, you know, start kissing when they're 13 and then you let them go alone into the car when they're 16, they will have sex. Like what point do you think that right. won't stop? Right. Can I just say this? Let's say your kids do have sex outside of them. It's not the end of the world, by the way. Right. Let's not make it so big on the other side either. But let's not pretend like we can just fix things by right. like just like limping in and like, no, 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 no. Just take a stand, do it in love, mm-hmm. have those hard conversations. And in fact, they're not hard. And I think what we did with our kids, which I'm con- com- committed to doing now, is like, hey, um, no one loves you more than I love you. Yep. Do you know that, man? And I'm, I refuse to let other parents parent you. 
Because yep. you're special. And you're we, special. I got this topic, some, we could talk about this topic for so long. I do want to say this. Yeah. Um, we're going to be doing a Zoom like group on the call. It's Attentional Parenting Group. And oh, yeah. You should, we're going right. to open it up. Um, we're not only doing it for, for families. 116 that, Church. Yeah, for local community here. But if you're, if you're a listener and you want maybe... Um, you just want to come together with a group of people and learn more about parenting. We're going to actually do um, a whole content on this topic about intentional parenting. So if you've got an elementary child or a teenager, we'll be doing that starting December. Let me get the date really quick. Yeah, this is awesome. December, um, first and it's going to be at 7 30 and people can just jump in on yep. the zoom and, they can and maybe us. we should put that in the show notes for this yeah they can dm us for all the details the it's link. a zoom meeting we're gonna be talking about parenting hey listen here's what i know we're not the greatest parents and we don't know everything about parenting but we have been parenting for 21 years now yeah our kids aren't perfect but they're freaking awesome they love us they love god they're still a part of the family they think for themselves for sure my son jude is 21 he definitely has his own opinions which would differ from mine but i love him he's strong in the grace and what we can talk about, and there'll be other people that'll be talking to, it's not just you yeah. and I, but we can talk about what we've learned. And I think that's the only way we can, like we can talk about what we've learned over the years. And mm-hmm. I think the number one thing when it comes to just life and parent is think for yourself. Just because everyone's just say, doing it as a parent, doesn't mean we should, the line, that, the line of people not following the crowd will always be the shortest line. That's so good. The line of people not following the crowd, that will always be the shortest line. Most people don't go on that line. Catch me in that line, by the way. Now, there's a time and a place to follow the crowd. Like, there's like, that makes the most sense. That's why we're all going that way. That's the way we all should go. I get it. I'm not just not going to follow the crowd just to not follow the crowd. But my God, please think for yourself. Don't just do what you're told. Don't just be like, I guess that's true, especially on the thing I just referenced. Like, dear God, please don't, please, are you telling me to slow down? I thought you'd give me the hint. Like, don't just because someone says it's okay, just because other parents are like, it's okay for your kids to date when they're 13, like, they'll be fine. And Don't again, buy into it, and man. again, if if the child is showing signs of re- being, you know, rebellious because they want to date and you're telling them not to, can I just say this? Encourage you, stay consistent, stay mm-hmm. intentional, stay on top of those conversations, on those emotional things going on in your child, and it it will pay off. And can I say this? It will pay off. Dig in. Yep. If your child, I remember when Judah and both of our, I mean, that's really good. All three of our kids actually went through this stage right in their preteens, right before teens, and they started, you could see the rebel. Like every kid goes for it. Like it's like, and I saw it, and we dug in. We're like, that's it. And no, you can't hang out with these people anymore. And no, Judah, we're like, no, we're pulling you out of school. We literally did that. And they were like, what, what? And we're like, nope. And we dug in. But then we didn't just dig in with like, here's, but then we like spent more time with them. We're like, we're going to do our part as parents. It's okay. We're going to have to chill. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to give you my attention. I'm going to be with you. I'm not going to coddle you. I'm still going to be a parent to you and not your best friend. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Dig in. It's a lot of work. It pays off. That's right. It does. And there's a grace to do it. Mom and dad, like, it's worth it. In fact, the, the, the difficulty, the inconvenience, the work, and the emotional stress it takes you right now. Pales in comparison yes. to the emotional strain you will be under if you don't do it. That's right. Like it will get, it'll get crazy, man. Yeah. And then when your kids grow up and they're like, they want nothing to do with you. And now they've gone off the deep end. And now we're dealing with stuff that's just, I mean, I, I, it, trust me, just do it right now. Yeah. Dig in right now. Yes. It's going to be okay. Have those and, conversations. You know, and the parents that are asking these questions, they're good parents. Thanks for asking, they, Yeah, you're doing a great job. So if you'd like to join us with this um, intentional parenting uh, Zoom group, you can just DM us and we'll give more information too on our um, podcast. All right. Can I say this? If you don't go after what you want, you'll never get it. If you just do what everyone's doing, you'll just have what everyone has. I think remarkable people have the ability 
and have made the decision. I'm going to think for myself. Sometimes that means I'm going to do what other people are doing because it's the wisest thing to do. Many times mm-hmm. they're just doing it because they're just following so-and-so and they're just following so-and-so. And my grandfather did it, my grandmother did it, and my dad did it, and my mom did it. And then that's what we've always done, and that's the way it's always been. And churches are notorious for the way you walk into their buildings and they look like they're out of the freaking 1920s. And they're just like, well, that's what we've always done. And we've always kind of done it. Sister so-and-so. It's like, think for yourself. And um, and I love this mentality, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bank my life on this mentality. We've been living our life this way for the last couple of years, but... Do what you can with what, what you have where, where you, you are. are. Don't just settle. Be like, I'm just going to follow and do whatever mm-hmm. else is doing. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I was ha- a friend was over the other night, and he was kind of just going over some of the things that he was like, could, didn't have this, didn't have this. And he was having a moment. We all have our moments. I remember when he got done, I said, I was like, but what can you do right now? And he's like, what do you mean, man? I just told you what I need. I was like, I, I know what you need to do what you need to do. But what could you do right now? I was like, well, if they would give me this, this, and this, I could be successful. I was like, but what if you were successful? Then maybe they'd give you more of what you need. What can you do right now? Think for yourself. Yeah. Do what you can with what you have where you are right now. Stop following everybody. Stop following. Step out and lead. Just lead yourself, by the way. Yeah. Crazy thing is if you do that, give yourself a couple months, a couple years, you'll look behind you and be a bunch of people following. That may not be the goal. But please think for yourself, right? So good. Cheers. Merry Merry freaking Christmas. (laughs) I love you so much. Love you too. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. Mm -hmm.